0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance Podcast. I'm Chris Sanchez, your host, as always. Uh, Today, O'Shane is back for the third part, I guess, of this mini series, I guess, if you want to call it, that we've been talking about, about how um, health and fitness is basically um, simple on paper, but not so easy. So if you haven't listened to the first, two episodes where we discuss sleep diet hydration and strength training you should probably go back and listen to them Um, not that order matters but just to get the uh, entire picture and then today oshane and i will be talking about just movement in general and then managing stress um, so, of course, if you guys enjoy the podcast, like it, share it, review it, um, all that good stuff, or visit our website at gritfitnessandperformance dot or you guys can stalk us on social media at grit fitness and performance, um, whatever social media platform you prefer. So, Shane, how's life today? Uh, life is fantastic. Uh, it's nice day out, so looking forward to when I get done uh, to go hiking later on. Nice, nice. Um, all right, so we won't uh, spend too much time chit-chatting in the beginning um, just because we're on a little bit of a time crunch, so we will get started talking about uh, these last two topics right away. So we will start off with the um, topic of just movement in general and how important this is um, to basically just overall health goals, whether it's... You know, just maintaining your your current levels of fitness, or it's fat loss, uh, recovery. It doesn't matter. Um, movement in general is just something that I think a lot of people really underappreciate when it comes to um their health and their fitness goals. And today we'll talk about why it's not so easy to get these things done or just include more movement in general when it comes to um your exercise program. So, uh O'Shane, I'll let you lead off with this topic. So, um when it comes to experience that you've had personally or maybe with clients, what are some of the obstacles that people are running into uh, when it comes to not getting enough just movement, not exercise, but just movement in general in their daily life. So, how are you helping them overcome this issue?
1: Well, I think first off, uh, there that is a big issue for a lot of people because one, you know, they go from bed to the car to a job where they sit down all day. Yep. And they come come home, sit on the couch. So mm-hmm. it's like they don't really get a lot of movement in general. Now, in terms of like uh, what I would say is. Like first like for myself or like clients is hey can you spend five ten minutes a day start out uh just to get your body Whether it's like going for a 10 minute walk or you know my favorite like my thing to do is can i spend 10 minutes and just like move
0: all the joints in my body like through a full range of motion right yes i see oshane doing this all the time while he's coaching clients just kind of moving his wrists and his shoulders and his hips and whatnot and, like, to the to the average person, it looks kind of weird, if not silly. Like, if someone who's unfamiliar with exercise walked in and just kind of saw O'Shane doing what he's doing, you'd be like, what's wrong with him? But, like, obviously, we know what he's doing, and it is very important. Um, sorry, didn't mean to cut you hmm. off. Continue. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, so, like, those are, like, you know, those are, like, the
1: basic things you can do. I always say, like, declines, hey, you know, I'll, I, I think, like, walking a few minutes barefoot as well. It's a big deal because, you know, our feet are like always so crunched up in shoes, especially the really narrow, narrow version of shoes. Yep. Uh, so that, that's like another thing they could do. Um, another thing they could do is um, if they can be ex- more uh, exposed to like sunlight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I always tell them like that's another big one. Uh, the more they can be exposed to like sunlight for at least 15, 20 minutes a day. I think your body, like how you sleep, how you recover, how you feel. Uh, will be a lot better.
0: Right. Yes. And I've, I've actually, I've I've read about this and I've, I've, I'll I'll recommend it to clients too. I think the big recommendation that I'll give people when it comes to sunlight is basically between the hours of like 6 AM and 10 AM, like when the sun is basically first coming up, you basically want to expose yourself to that sunlight because it'll help regulate your circadian rhythm. So like, I think a lot of people are unaware of how in tune their their bodies are with just the kind of natural rising falling of the sun. Um, And if you're like stuck indoors and you're not getting this natural sunlight and you're soaking up the vitamin D and the sunlight's not helping your body regulate the release of all these important hormones and suppressing other hormones like, you know, cortisol or whatever it may be, it could basically like really screw up the rest of your day and kind of how you respond to exercise, diet, um, stress and all these good things. Um, So circling back to just telling these people, because you're right, uh, it is the first thing that you said, we live in this incredibly sedentary lifestyle, I think a majority of people that we work with probably have desk jobs and the days of hard manual labor like you know maybe our grandparents did where they would go and work in a factory or they would go and work in you know on the farm or something like that and they're carrying heavy things and they're actually like moving their bodies those days are gone like 80 percent of all jobs are done at computers by computers, so it's like extremely difficult for the average person you know your typical 9 to 5, you know, person who has a job like that to get this just basic movement in throughout the day, but kind of like what you said and just taking your joints through these ranges of motion um, and it doesn't have to be anything like severe or, you know, very taxing. You're literally just taking your joints through the available range of motion that they have. And it's so important to do this because, and I tell this to clients all the time. I say, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And it applies to like everything fitness or your, your, your power, your strength, your, your muscle, your range of motion. Um, But I think range of motion is basically the lowest hanging fruit because it doesn't have to be anything super taxing or extreme, you know, like you can literally just sit at your desk and do you know, wrist circles or do the same thing like with your ankles. Um, so are there any other strategies, um, that you'll tell clients just to basically move more? Um, anything that we haven't touched on or that you didn't mention?
1: Um, like another thing I would tell them is like, all right, if they're at work, um, maybe like every hour or so, two hours, try to go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like little basic stuff like that, are you know like they, if they can, like maybe, maybe walk to train station or if they, like the more the more you can be able to do, like less
0: sitting throughout the day, I think the better you are. Right, and I think, like I'm a big fan of like taking the little tasks throughout the day that you probably don't think about. Like for instance, taking a phone call. So like I. I'm sure there are some people out there who have jobs where you have a landline and you are literally connected to a phone so you can't do this but I'd also be willing to bet that a lot of people out there when they're doing their jobs and they're dealing with whatever it's probably done on their cell phone so like if you're responding to a text message or taking a phone call like stand up and literally just pace like you you know you might only be able to take like right now O'Shane and I are in an office that's I could take three steps and make it to the other side um, but as if you do that repeatedly you walk to the other side and you pace back and forth and back and forth like if you're on a 20 minute phone call that's an easy way to get a thousand two thousand steps with you know within 12 square feet or something like that like these little things or, can really add up or not taking the elevator and taking the steps exactly so that's like another small thing so like you know everyone's just so kind of like they're like a a a moth to the flame basically with the the conveniences that the world has for us so like this this always annoys me um so like whenever i would go to like a mall or i remember i was in las vegas and they have these big i'll call them bridges whatever so you can cross basically the strip to get from one side to the other and to get onto these like cross bridges you can take the steps to go up or you can take the elevators and it was like it was almost comical how empty the stairs were compared to the escalators. And I was just like – like people were waiting in line to take the escalators to go. I'm just like – it just made it, no it, sense it, to it, me. I it mean, It literally doesn't. And to me, like my big thing is I'm like – like you don't appreciate the ability to take steps until you can't do it anymore. And like to me, I'm just like why would you not want to do that? While you could like, for instance, you ever have a cold and then you can't breathe through your nose for like six straight days. And you're like, man, what I wouldn't give to just be able to breathe through my nose like one more time. Like that's how I view like movement in general. Like you don't appreciate the ability to like sit on the floor, you know, in a 90, 90 position or, um, you know, like on your heels until you can't do it anymore and movement, you know, this non-exercise activity that you do throughout the day, that's the way that you basically maintain this well into your, your golden years. So like uh, for example, another example, I was at Costco the other day and we were parked wherever we were parked to, we put our groceries away and I had to put the cart away and I start walking to the cart corral. My wife's like, what are you doing? Just put it on like the grass little thing next to her. I'm like, no, you don't get it. First of all, people who don't put their carts back are total assholes, and I hate that. I agree there. <laughs> but, but I also think it was just a good way for me to get an additional 150 steps in, which like is not a lot in the grand scheme of things. But if you do 150 steps here, multiply that by five times in a day, multiplied by seven days a week, that's a lot of extra steps, and it's a lot of low-intensity activity that doesn't require really a lot of effort on your end, but it's those tiny little efforts that are gonna add up tremendously in the long run. I mean, that's why I'm such a big proponent of getting your 10,000 steps per day, because it's like, you don't notice it when it happens on that day. But if you do it every day for a year, then you start to notice it. Or even worse, if you don't do it, and then you skip it every day for a year, then you notice it in a much worse, soul crushing confidence shattering way you know what i mean and, um and i i agree with all of that and also like
1: i would say same thing like uh second part is say you like new to work out or like it is critical to keep moving after working out
0: yeah like, so what so explain to me if i were a client and i said why why because the uh, like the
1: l- lactic acid that will build up in your body because, like, from workout to post daily workout, all that stuff, like, your body just needs to start moving so we can actually flush it out. Right. Like drinking water, the more movement you have, like, that's why a lot of people say, Oh, why do I feel so sore? It's because you just worked out and you wouldn't go sit down. Your muscles are getting too stiff. They're not
0: able to move or they're not able to go through a range of motion. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think enough people truly appreciate or really know like how movement impacts recovery. So I'll use an example that I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar out there with. So let's say you go out on a bender and you had a lot of drinks on Saturday night, you wake up Sunday morning. And one of the things that'll probably make you feel a little bit better is if you drink just a teeny little bit that morning, you know, it's a little bit of the hair of the dog that bit you, I believe is the saying, but movement is essentially the same way. So I don't know if anyone out there, or if O'Shane, you can kind of attest to this, but if you've ever gone through a workout the day before you wake up, you're very sore. One of the things that'll actually alleviate some of that soreness and speed up the recovery process and make you feel a little less beat up is actually doing what you just did, but at a much, much lower intensity. So like lower intensity exercise is only gonna help stimulate and basically progress the recovery process. I think one of the worst things you can oh, do. It's
1: uh, it, it, and that's completely true because, like, a lot of times uh, I have this conversation with clients and they're like, okay, we kind of lifted heavy yesterday. Why are we lifting, like, a little bit lighter today? And I'm like, sometimes it's that recovery. It's, that just, the, it's just about going through the movement. It's not about every day trying to go at that high intensity.
0: Right, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you have to learn how to kind of undulate or basically, like, you know, mix in your high intensity with your low intensity, um, and just movement in general, walking, you know, this is going to be one of the things that's going to pay off in the long run. Um, so what would you say to someone? And I'm just kind of reading off my notes. Um, what would you say to someone who said they're just too busy? Like I can't, I can't add in any more activity in my day because I'm, I'm too busy.
1: Uh, just being honest, I'll just call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you there's there's literally no one that can ever tell me like that you're so busy that you can't spend 30, 45 minutes on yourself every day. Right. Like if I nitpick your day, I guarantee you're probably wasting two to three hours from probably being on your phone, probably watching T V. Like there there is time where you can actually like there's every single person can get at least 45 minutes a day where they can actually
0: move 100% and like and i get, i get it cuz people have said this to me before you know i'm too busy i work from the second i wake up to the second i get down and i just i don't have time to add in all this little activity i would also call bullshit i would say you are not being creative enough with your strategies to overcome this busyness. So like, let's say you work from home, and you're basically at your computer 24 seven, you know, you can do things, you can work at, you know, a countertop, and you're standing. So that's not necessarily movement, but you are, you're not sitting on your ass anymore. So I th- I forget this statistic, but I think it was like, if you were to sit and work at a computer for three hours versus stand and work at a computer for three hours, the calorie burn is like, X amount higher just because you're standing so like you can do that you can buy a tiny walking treadmill for a couple hundred dollars and put it in your office and get in steps while you type you can pace back and forth while you send an email or while you send a text message or while you're on a phone call like you can go for a walk on your lunch break you can i'm sure i don't do this very often but zoom meetings or conference calls or whatever like, you can walk and move and do, like, stretching routines as you listen in on this. Like, so, uh, like, uh, so, I mean, I'm sure, sure you can attest to this. Also, I think
1: your day would probably be a lot more productive if after every so many hours you
0: take a break and actually, like, get a mental recheck. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because I, th- I think the – I'm not sure of the exact statistic, but I think it was, like, people are only truly able to focus for, like – Thirty-five minutes at a time, and then after that, basically, your cognitive abilities, your focus, they just take a sharp decline. Which I can totally relate to because I remember classes in college. It was like forty minutes. I checked out. Like I, I had a three-hour sociology class Wednesday night my sophomore year of college, and after the second hour, I was like, "This is this is pointless to be here because I'm not retaining Nothing. jack shit <laughs> past this <laughs> point." Um, but um, yeah, I think – I mean if you're listening to this right now, I think you just have to make a conscious effort to start adding in more movement into your – like what – you can get as creative as you want, but you just have to move more. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if you're just standing at a desk. doesn't matter if you're just like – Shuffling your feet back and forth. Hell, I don't care if you do leg extensions while you're sitting down and just focus on getting a good squeeze on your quad and then flex your heel back and contract your hamstrings. But you do have to find a way to just move more and make it a part of your daily routine that non exercise activity that you do throughout the day is going to make such a huge impact on fat loss on muscle maintenance on recovery on even like cognitive abilities. Like I don't think enough people appreciate how much better their brain and basically like the process of thinking and creating solutions and memory works 10 times better when you are more active. Um, But that's just my two cents. Um, Shane, do you have anything to add to this one before we move on to managing stress?
1: I think we've covered pretty much everything on that one. I would agree.
0: (coughs) I choked on my water. (coughs) Okay. So, (coughs) all right, moving on to the next one. We're going to talk about managing stress. (coughs) Shane, I'm going to let you take this while I die. (coughs) Start talking. All right. right, uh, Managing stress, uh,
1: I think this is uh, probably (laughs) – The biggest one of uh, all the topics you're going to cover. Uh, I mean, it sounds so simple, like, ah, managing stress. But it's like, I think everything brings stress. But I also think stress is just something like how your outlook on life is. It's just my opinion. I think, like, stress is like, I can look at it like the glass half full or half empty. Yeah. Like, for me, like, you know. I think stress is just like all right this is just like what is it teaching me versus like ah uh, this is such a shitty situation. Right.
0: Yeah. I, and it's funny you say that too because like I think I, one of my favorite sayings is the problem is not the problem. The problem is how you view the problem and your attitude towards the problem. You know what I mean? So like if your stuff is, you know, stuck in traffic, <laughs> bumper to bumper and it's adding 40 minutes to your commute home like you can either look at that as this fucking sucks i'm stuck in traffic and i've wasted 40 minutes of my life and you can let it just put you in this like god-awful mood or you can say hey i'm stuck in traffic now i have an additional 40 minutes to listen to that podcast that i've never been getting to i'm going to make myself a better person educate myself and take advantage of this extra 40 minutes same problem two totally different ways of looking at it The first person who views traffic as an issue is going to get more stressed out. They're going to be just in a totally pissy mood when they get home, maybe get in a fight with their spouse. The second person is going to view it as an opportunity to better themselves and do something a little bit better. So I like kind of how you said that, and I think that's a a really, really good point. Um, But continuing off of what you were saying – no i I think i think that's what it comes down to and i think like
1: it's managing stress is about like adding component where it's like all right i do things that's gonna uplift me like you know like everybody has a job everybody has kids everybody has like all these things going on but it's like all right how do i add component around
0: that that's gonna make my life feel more accomplished right now, do you have any go-to, like, stress management techniques that you will try to implement with either yourself or with clients? Well, I tell everyone, like, it's
1: boring as simple as it sounds, first place you want to start is uh, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, literally getting in the gym, go for a run, do a yoga, like, do something that's going to, like, make you feel physically better. I think the more physical better you feel, the more confident you're going to feel probably the less stress you're going to feel yeah and i think eating better is another one i, th- I would say that comes a long way drinking enough water because a lot of people don't realize like you could be stressed out from being dehydrated yeah and you're like <clears throat> and because i've noticed it for myself i'm like why am i feeling this way and then i'm like i drink some water and i'm like huh that's what it was huh yeah absolutely uh, a lot of people will tell you like i look stressed out when i don't eat yeah. like, <laughs> like so I gotta eat I, I, these are like and it's just it's, but it's like simple things but it's like you, you just ha- and same thing like getting enough sleep with yeah. something that we covered earlier like these are like the simple they sound so simple but it's like we don't do them yeah absolutely or something you touched on earlier was like how much like devices uh, like you know being on your phone too much or like just to disconnect from the world like just these are like little things we can do, right? I think would bring less stress to our life.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think <clears throat> one of the things that I've kind of touched on with a lot of my clients too is I don't think certain people realize how stressed they actually are. Um, so, like you have these, you know, Type A people with these, you know, very demanding jobs, whether it's a lawyer or a doctor, um, and they're kind of going through their daily motions and they've got a lot on their plate, but. That's just life to them, you know, and they're constantly going and they're being bombarded from all sides and then they come in here and they don't realize basically that mental and physical stress are the same exact thing. So like if you if you have a very stressful day at work and you you missed the deadline and your boss chewed you out and you know, you forgot all these issues going on like your body is responding to that stress the same way it would respond to stress from a very physically taxing workout in terms of like the physiological adaptations that are going on in your body. So like your, your body and your brain are perceiving those mental work stressors as like life threatening. So you're getting all these physical changes in terms of like increased heart rate, your blood pressure is going up. Um, you're, you're getting more tense. So like, if, if you're not aware of how stressed out you are, mentally and from outside factors and then you come into the gym and you just want to beat the shit out of yourselves like you're basically you're already in a six-foot hole and you're asking for a shovel like that's how i view it so like i always ask someone if i have a client comes in here and they they look a little stressed out and i could just tell it in their voice i'll say how do you feel on a scale of one to ten and if they give me anything less than like a six i'll be like okay We're not going to scrap the workout, but we are going to modify it a little bit because you need to chill. Like you need to relax. We need to give your body some much needed TLC and some recovery. If we go hard balls to the wall, not only are you probably going to fail and have a shitty workout and not basically, you know, touch any PRs, but you're probably going to put yourself in an even deeper hole going forward so I don't know if you've ever done anything similar or if you have yep. like I I
1: can completely agree another thing I'd be like you know I tell clients is like you're probably so stressed out today is like I guarantee you you know we're gonna go through this workout three four five months down the line I guarantee you will remember this day how stressed you were or what you actually did in the workout so yeah. there's, like you know I try to always tell them like hey enjoy the day. Just try to enjoy the process of like what you're going through because sometimes this process is going to just going to make what you're doing down the line a lot better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 10 times. I like the saying, I don't know if I made this up or if I read it somewhere, but I always enjoy telling people I'm like, "Listen, we're trying to win the war, not the battle." So it's like you can have a shitty day today, but it's okay because in the long run, as long as you don't lose more battles than you win, you're going to be in a much better place. Um, but, and then, you know, kind of circling back to kind of like, how do you overcome and manage your stress? I also think that stress is very, or I'll say stress management is very relative to the individual. So like how I relieve stress might not be the same that you relieve stress might not be the same that Nicole relieves stress. So everyone's a little bit different in that regard. Like some people might want to like listen to fucking heavy metal music and go for a walk. And that's how they made it stress. Some people might want to read a book in a quiet place. Like other people might want to go lift weights. So I think much like everything else in health and fitness, um, everything is kind of unique to the individual, but you've just got to realize what works for you and try not to like jam a square peg into a round hole. I agree. So like, a uh, you know, growing
1: up, my mom always used to have this saying when I used to get like stressed out or talk about things and she'd be like, you know, she'd give me an example of like someone eating a banana. She'd be like, you know what's crazy? It's like, I'll be eating a banana and I'll be complaining, that, oh, I only have a banana. But then I'll throw the skin away and then another person would probably pick it up, eat the skin and be like, oh, the skin. You're like, just kind of put things into perspective of a lot of times we're stressed out about things. You're like, hmm, is that really like should I really be stressed out about that? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny you say that because, like, I didn't really think about mindset going into this of what I was going to talk about. But it's you're a hundred percent right because it's like, so <clears throat> the things I cared about before I had kids, I don't give two shits about anymore because <laughs> it really does put things into perspective. And things that I once stressed about really don't like matter anymore because you've kind con- you you view things in a different way and i think if you just do that same thing with the problems that you're facing and you learn how to just kind of like look kind of like what you said look at the glass half full and approach situations of you know how can this situation make me a better person what am i learning from this situation what are some of the positive takeaways that i can you know take away from this situation i think stress would be way lower i think a lot of people probably Overstress themselves by overthinking things or just getting kind of caught up in the moment and not taking a step back to almost like reflect. You know what I mean? Um, but um, we're going to wrap up just because I know you got people coming. But do you have any closing thoughts or anything that we didn't touch on about moving, stress, or just everything in general?
1: No, I mean, uh, I say closing thoughts, I mean, covering everything that we did. I think it's just, I tell people it's like just. This is not, as you said, we're not trying to win a battle. We're trying to win the war. Right. So it's it's not gonna every day. It's gonna be perfect. It's someday it's gonna be shitty. Someday it's gonna be nice. Someday it's gonna be in between. Yeah. But it's like just show up. Try to understand that it's a daily progress.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. One day at a time. 1% better every single day. I love that quote just because I think it's – or what's uh, Kaizen? Is that the Japanese word for like continual improvement? Continual, yeah. Exactly. I think that's what people need to focus on. Just get a little teeny bit better than you were the day before. And in 10 years, you're going to be superhuman, immortal, and uh, a role model for everyone. Um, But your clients are starting to roll in the door, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, so if you guys enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends and then, uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode, whatever that may be. So thanks for listening.